0: Happy Friday, everybody. I hope that your week was amazing. Last week of a full week of Pride. Um, Can't believe July is, like, literally right around the corner. It's next week, girl. So, like, be prepared this year. Ugh. Struggle. Speaking of struggles, as we've seen over the past couple weeks, months, and honestly, if you look really deep into it, years... Um, racism's still a fucking thing, and it's disgusting and gross, and now more than ever, the Black Lives Matters movement is fucking raring. It's, it's roaring, it's soaring, it's going, so I wanted to talk to my good Judy, Christina Sloan, who's been on this podcast before, and get her thoughts as a Black woman on the whole movement have her share her stories and you know just kiki about it not kiki because it's kind of serious but you know we crack some jokes too but yeah like let's not waste any more time (laughs) let's get right into it here's my interview with christina sloan talking about black lives matter hello hello there yay (laughs) Yay! it works well welcome back to the sunshine steven podcast
1: oh thanks for having me again
0: (laughs) of course yes um definitely want to give a shout out to you for not only being my first guest and coming on this podcast before but then also for starting your own podcast uh amazing working overtime podcast y'all need to go listen to it if you haven't already Okay, thanks, Oh, bye.
1: thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: End of episode. <laughs> been, end of episode. That was it.
1: That was all we
0: that's wanted to it. talk about. <laughs> no, yeah, that's it. No, I definitely wanted, and again, thank you so much because it was such short notice, <laughs> wanted <laughs> to get your thoughts and just talk a little bit about everything that's going on um, with the whole Black Li- Lives Matter movement and- You know, I can say how I feel, and I have, and I've talked to guests and everything. But you know, I was like, you know, I should probably actually get a a black person's perspective and talk to them. So I just definitely wanted to have you on here because, again, spoiler: if y'all don't know, Christina is black. So yes, I am. (laughs) I am certified, certified. So I just yeah. So I wanted to get you know check on you, see how your headspace is mm-hmm. and kind of like what emotions and see if who can clear some stuff up because there's some people out there that just... Aren't getting yeah, <laughs>
1: no, absolutely. And thank you for having me on the podcast. You know, I'm, I'm so I'm so glad to be able to talk about this. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's funny, as people have asked me, how are you doing? What's going on? And, yeah, I'm very, very grateful for the people that have reached out to me. And I've been right. extremely honest and transparent of very, very much so up and down. I mean, I can tell you so when the first protest started happening, I was actually not home. I was in Blue Ridge, Georgia on, uh, on a vacation. Like me and some friends, we got a cabin in the mountains and we were, you know, we were out and doing our thing and it was a beautiful time. And, you know, we weren't checking our phones nearly as much. And then as we're driving home that day, it's just like, whoa what is going mm. on it's like we we saw some of it but we were all very much so like enjoying our weekend vacation basically in, right. in the mountains without a lot of service so we had seen a little bit but we just as we're in the car we're like oh my goodness like there's so much happening and there mm-hmm. was it was just a, a lot to process kind of all at once and you know we're driving home and for instance it was the day that a lot of cities across the nation enacted curfews like an right. hour before kind of thing. And that's what happened in Jacksonville where I was. Um, it was like 730. And all of a sudden Jacksonville said, Hey, there's nine o'clock curfew. Boom. And mm. I was so scared. I'm not even going to lie. I was so scared just because right. we were, we were coming back from Georgia. We were, our ETA to get home was like 10 10 30 and i was just like dude if we get pulled over that could be it for me because i am a black person and yeah. just the way that everything's going on right now is like people are scared you know the cops are just mm-hmm. acting you know acting out out of fear in my in my opinion you know i could be wrong and so my right. biggest fear wasn't necessarily and this this has been just ongoing since forever being a black woman kind of thing of right i'm not necessarily scared of cops pulling me over i'm not necessarily but it's always just been a i'm i'm scared of running into a cop that gets scared and doesn't know how to mm. act accordingly and doesn't know how to react right. and then something happens to me or my mm. loved ones like i always think whenever i see any of these videos or hear another story about a black man being killed i just always think about my dad you know and Mm. so it's like i just think about those things and so we we do get home everything's good i think because we 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 could have gone through downtown but we avoided downtown at all costs right and that night especially during curfew so we avoided downtown and we're able to make it home and everything no 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 big things happened um but then it just became, obviously, once we got back and after that really heavy week of protesting where a lot was just mm-hmm. extremely violent and then it was just everywhere at that point. Now it's everywhere. You couldn't even open your phone without seeing something See about what's something, going yeah. on. And I was saying to um, to just people I know, saying to everyone really that I know, of just, I feel like, This is the first time everyone has realized that racism is a problem in our society, Mm -hmm. and it's like for the first time, which is crazy because crazy, yeah, it's like it's been been a problem. problem. (laughs) This is nothing new. Nothing new has happened, but it's just for the first time people have woken the fuck up, (laughs) and it's 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 interesting to see and. I think it's interesting, too, just because of like now people can't not you you can't not get on board at this point, basically. You can't ignore it. That's that's what I'm trying to get. at. Yeah. You can't ignore it anymore. It's for so long. I feel like, you know, white people, while they're not ill intentioned to go about and do something, you know, directly racist kind of thing, they're not doing anything directly to harm anyone. Mm -hmm. But it's always just been a this doesn't apply to me this doesn't feel yeah. good i'm going to go ahead and ignore it doesn't have to do with me right. but it's like but but it does but it, you right. know this is this this does have to do with you and you can't ignore yeah. it because guess what i can't ignore being black any day of my life mm-hmm. i can't ignore it and it's it's funny i was having a talk with my friend um i was talking to Ebony about it and so we were saying like how many times in a day do we think about the fact that we're black and we're like multiple times. You just, you can't go any day without thinking about it. But the same can't be said for someone who's just, you know, a heterosexual white person. How many times a day do you you think about the fact that you're heterosexual and white? Probably not that many. Every once in a while, maybe you find yourself Mm -hmm. in a situation where you realize it, but it's like, it doesn't come up on a daily basis. Whereas, you know, something right. that you cannot change about yourself is something that you have to think about every single day. And I was talking to another friend about, about it too. And, um, she was white and we were having a talk about it. And she said, um, cause I'm in an interracial relationship. So she asked me, do people stare mm-hmm. at you two? And I'm like, Oh, all the time. She's really? Yeah. And I'm yeah, all the time. And we were we were at some like super hipster bar beer what is it called brewery. There we go. Duh. Okay. Clearly I don't go to them a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. We were at this um brewery. I met them all out there because they had all went to a protest but I was at work. So I met them after the fact. And um, mm-hmm. you know, so she asked me that if people stare at us, and I said, Yeah, of course. And I said, Dude, people stared at me when I walked in here (laughs) not in some
0: aggressive
1: way but in just like a, oh like what are you doing here you know like oh someone who looks kind of different and it's like I'm always reminded of the fact that I'm different everywhere I go you know what I'm saying and Mm -hmm. so it's just it's very interesting you know to to have these conversations now and what's what I think is actually really powerful in all of this is the fact that I do have more of these conversations now with people who, not that I thought that they didn't care by any means, not like that, but in just like a, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't apply to them for so long. But now, right, now is the time where you cannot ignore it. it you cannot right. just let it falter to the side. And people for so long have just been, this doesn't involve me. But now something that I said um, on my podcast was like, this is a human rights issue and that's a fight Mm -hmm. for everybody. And so it's, it's really interesting just to watch, you know, influencers and brands and how they get on board and how some of them kind of fake get on board too. And it's very easy to tell when that happens. And, you know, so it's, 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 it's really interesting just seeing how everything unfolds. And um, I saw this uh, quote, or yeah it was like a quote i guess like a, you know how people take like a thing from twitter and then pop it somewhere else you know so yeah. it was like a quote right. and, um it was saying i'm paraphrasing but it was saying like stuck between a place of wanting to stay informed but also needs to take a break and process everything and i feel like that explains exactly mm. how i feel and how i i i believe right. a lot of other people feel of just we want to stay informed and we want to know all the resources. We want all the education we want on the information, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it gets just a little much sometimes, you know, it's,
0: 100%. And God, you know, for
1: me, especially, you know, I'm, I'm an extremely sensitive Pisces, you know, Pisces, you know I like Pisces gang. I know you know what I'm saying. Of just, yep. You know, you inter- we internalize everything. We're so sensitive yep. and we take in all the emotions that we see. If someone next to us is crying, we start crying. We can't help it. So, mm-hmm. you know, and yep. it's just like seeing all of the brutality seeing all of those videos the one that really the one that really mm. fucked me up and that was when we were driving back um home from georgia was the 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 two kids the college students in atlanta who got pulled out of the car and tased and arrested and they were just driving mm. home yeah that was the one that like fucked me up that day and once i saw because we were uh at some bar or whatever like they were getting just like a little drink we're exploring the town before we hit the road and we saw that video on CNN in the in the bar, and that's when I looked, and I looked at my friends, and I was like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> like, we need we need to hit the road. Like, I right. think we need to go home. Like, I don't want to be on the road. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm not trying to be out yeah. after dark. And to be super honest, Correct. I still don't like being out after dark right now. Just being completely transparent. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't,
0: right. I don't really like
1: it. I don't like to be out but out. After dark by myself. It's one thing if I'm with my boyfriend, um, and it's fairly sad to say, but to be honest, I was in a car when we were when we were driving back. I thought about the fact that even though I am a black woman, I am in a car with three white people. You know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that might work in my favor if if something were to happen. Yeah, and it's so sad that I even had to think about that. You know,
0: think that way. Yeah, yeah. So
1: it's, it's it's just interesting and. I feel like for the first time people are really actually wanting to listen but then you also run Mm -hmm. into the fact that you're seeing even people I know within my circle of friends, acquaintances, through friends and everything I'm seeing even in my own circle people who are just like not on board.
0: (laughs) Right. um, Yeah, at at all. all. And
1: you're just like whoa, you really don't get it, do you? Like you really don't. And it's like, it's surprising Mm -hmm. and um, but at the same time, I feel like that's, that's kind of where we are right now. It's either get on yeah. board or, Hey, we're, we know that you're not on board and we know where you stand now. Yeah. And at least I know we don't <laughs> we need do, that in we our, don't our need life. That yeah. In our life. And okay. Is, at least I know where you stand and I know who yeah. I can rely on in the situation. And I know who I cannot rely on in a situation now. <laughs> that was a, that was a lot.
0: Um. <laughs> No, no. And I can definitely speak on, you know, being a minority, but not, mm-hmm. you know, being a person of color, of course. Um, but I, I think it does, you pinpointed it correctly, like people, if you've never been discriminated against or mm-hmm. had to live in fear, it's hard for them to process. And even for me, like I've, it's been in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you yeah. too, like you wouldn't know what it would be like to be, you know, like, if somebody came in and was like, "We only hate homosexuals," you'd be like, "Okay, I'm good. I'm great." Right? Awesome. Exactly. I don't know um, what
1: that experience is like at
0: all. Correct. But I at least I, I get like, like even like when we travel and stuff. I remember a while back when we were talking about before we went on our last cruise, I was talking to somebody and they they were like, "Oh, where are you going?" And I was like, "Oh, we're going here, here." And then I was like, "Oh, but we're going, you know, to Jamaica, which we we're going to be very like cautious." And the, he was like, well, "And this was a." straight white mm-hmm. man so he he was like why and I was like because they're not very gay friendly like it's still illegal mm-hmm. to like be transsexual there and stuff like that like so we're gonna have to be careful be cautious and he was like oh I never even thought of that and I was like of course yeah. you didn't because you don't have to worry yeah. about that oh my so gosh. it's the same thing in like society and everything now and I mean I, we've both talked about this and we've studied it and you've experienced like. It is scared, Mm -hmm. you know, when you are like, and people are just like, oh, I like, I can't understand. I can't, I I can't fuck with people that are like, they're building out a proportion or anything.
1: It's so And I'm like,
0: dude, (laughs) it's fear though. It's fear because I mean, look at what they have to look up to. Look, How are you going to take a small child of color or a black black kid and say, oh yeah, we got you, America is great, One Nation, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever, but then, like, but all I see on TV is Black people getting murdered mm-hmm. for, and, like, I said this before because I really get passionate, like, murder for stupid, like, like sleeping in their own bed mm-hmm. getting murdered, or a, oh, you have a fraudulent uh dollar bill, counterfeit bill, or whatever, but then you have... I mean, look at all the serial killers in the world that (laughs) That were white men
1: peacefully and
0: nice and peacefully and just like get their own Netflix special. Oh, my gosh.
1: Right. Exactly. It's like it's almost, you know, it's a very strong word, but whatever. (laughs) But it's like it's almost like glorified a little bit like, oh, he he had such a struggled past. You know, he dealt with mental health issues. And that's another thing I feel Mm. like, you know, Oh, yeah, right. Going to go into that, it's just like you <laughs> know, in any underrepresented group, it's like mental health is mm. just not addressed. It's just not. It's just mm-hmm. absolutely, it's not addressed. It's not normalized. It's very hush hush. Yep. It's very deal with it in yep. your own way. Where it's like if you're just you know, a quote, unquote, normal white person, then it's mental health is taken Mm -hmm. so seriously. And, you know, we must take care of you. And, you know, you have any resources that you need to make sure that you're taken care of. And it's it's becoming more normalized in that community, Mm -hmm. but it's not normalized in any marginalized, underrepresented community.
0: Correct. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's just, I mean, Mm -hmm. me diagnosed with severe anxiety Mm -hmm. and depression mental health issues and stuff like that and i'm almost not even almost i am offended when they're like oh this white kid went in and shot up a school oh well he has mental health issues he played too many violent video games yada 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 but then when a police officer kneels on a black man for almost 9 minutes and kills him well he could have had covid oh, yeah. he, he was, had maybe it was a pre condition like, you know, drugs or it's something it's like he was clearly yeah. doing
1: something bad you know it's like what
0: <laughs> yeah know? or if it's it, well, cuz it does happen you know every race has oh, yeah. criminals and stuff sure. if there is a black person that might rob a convenience like oh he's a thug he's a gangster stuff like but then you have like i said homeboy that just shot up small children and stuff well he has mental health issues
1: it's like we have to give him the help that he needs you know that's yeah as opposed to other communities where they're just like now black person throw Mm -hmm. them in jail um make sure you send them to a private institution where you can make money off of them (laughs) you can make you make money off the number of bodies that you have in a jail (laughs) make sure you put them there Uh and it's just like it's ridiculous and it's you know nobody has nobody is giving the resources to actually help these underprivileged communities and they they because they don't care they it does not apply to them that's the thing everyone just if it doesn't apply to me i don't have to worry about it but now you just can't think that way anymore you cannot think that way anymore yeah and so yep yep
0: (laughs) well not only that and then like I feel like it's selfish in that way, but it's also selfish, like selfish in saying like, Oh, it doesn't affect me. So I don't have to worry about it. And then also it's selfish for the ones that are like, Oh, but all lives matter. If like I, I look, hate bitch, that statement
1: so much.
0: <laughs> I If I hear it <laughs> and I actually go into this a little bit more. Um, I hate to read a straight in the episodes coming out uh, in mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, but a good analogy that I saw, I think it was actually on Twitter too was you know if you have a neighborhood and one house is on fire the fire department's not going to spray down Mm -hmm. every single house they're going to tend to the one house that's on fire doesn't mean that the neighborhood doesn't matter because what happens if that one house continues to catch on fire it's going to catch other houses Mm -hmm. on fire and then the whole neighborhood is fucked and burned down and so people are being so exactly I saw this
1: other I will not saw I listened I think it was on a podcast or I don't know it was on like a <laughs> it was in like an Instagram video IGTV thing I don't remember who it was but he yeah. was basically saying, in regards to all eyes matter, it's like when people say, you know, save the whales. And it's like, cool, we want to save the whales and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then someone comes out, well, what about the tuna? And it's like, we weren't talking about the right. tuna right now. Why can't we just save the whales? Is right. like the tuna in trouble? Like, not really, you know? So right. It's like, Let's just focus on saving the whales right now because the whales need it. And it's
0: exactly. You know, and
1: it, 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 it's like when I heard that. I thought about it, too, because I feel like there are so many, you know, different causes out there that are very, you know, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. like white centric when it comes to environmental issues. You see mostly like a white dominated field with that. But nobody wants to, Mm -hmm. you know, bash each other when you're fighting for one thing with the environment or for animals or Mm -hmm. whatever. You don't want to. You know, it's like, oh yeah, save the bees, and you know that's fantastic because we do need to make sure that we keep bees around everybody. Just so you right. know, we need to keep the bees around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so right. Know, but it's just like, you know, we don't bash on each other for that, but we want to say Black Lives Matter, and all of a sudden it's an issue. Oh well, my it's All issue. of our lives matter. Of course, all of our lives matter. <laughs> like, of course, duh. that's like, not no is saying that they. Yeah, do. it's just it's you you've you've taken something that's just not about you it's not affecting you is that it's like it's not mm-hmm. putting you down and all of a sudden victimize yes. yourself from it and said because you said Correct. black lives matter now that means my life doesn't matter nobody said that
0: like no <laughs> nobody. <bitch>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all lives matter but right now this is those these are the lives being taken away it would be the same difference if it yeah. was like latinos being killed like we'd be like latino lives matter if gay people exactly. like gay lives matter like
1: exactly
0: Black Lives Matter doesn't mean we don't believe that every lives matter. It means that right now, these lives are being taken. It's like right now, it's
1: like black parents have to sit their black children down and tell them how to mm -hmm. what they need to do when they encounter police. I'm sorry, but white parents, you don't have to do that. There's a problem. You don't have to do that. So, until you get yeah. yourself into a situation where you do have to do that, let's just talk about how Black Lives Matter right now. Because, clearly,
0: there's an issue. Correct.
1: Clearly, there's an issue right now.
0: And that's the thing that kills me is, like, people are acting brand fucking new with this. Like, racism yeah. just happened last night. Yeah. Baby. And people want to, and this pisses me off, people want to dismiss... Like, oh, slavery happened so long ago. It really Honestly, wasn't. That it long didn't. Ago. I
1: mean, it's like,
0: it wasn't that long ago that um, even schools were segregated and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, it, it didn't happen overnight. And so they're like, oh, I thought we, like, racism never exactly. went away. It's never gone away. It's, if anything, it's progressively, it's like you take one step forward, three exactly. steps back it's gotten worse I feel like Mm -hmm. and like especially this year and everything with the violent Mm -hmm. side to it exactly and the
1: very and again the the systemic side of racism too it's like people Mm -hmm. forget about that that's why I do like seeing when it comes to even though it's like information overload I like seeing stuff about systemic racism because I feel like people just think racism in a very overt out way of like you know, Black people can't enter this store. You know, they're like, well, that's not a thing anymore. And I'm like, yeah, correct. That's not a thing. And I'm like, like, okay,
0: but a Black person might enter this store and be Mm -hmm. hounded and watched like a hawk because people are like, well, I don't feel comfortable. Exactly, exactly.
1: And it's like, you know, exactly like that of just until you understand Mm -hmm. how the system works, how you know, I don't know the stats, but black people, if you have a black sounding name, you're less likely to get a call back for a job until you start to understand stuff like that. We understand um, redlining when it comes to housing markets and whatnot of how, you know, underprivileged black communities are less likely to get money and funding put into them just because of Redlining, which happened back in the day, where they drew lines around the black neighborhoods and basically said, "Banks, don't don't go here. You know, don't put your money here.
0: Don't go here." Yeah,
1: understand how the system has fucked minorities for so long. Yes, mm-hmm. I can so pretty long, much yeah. walk anywhere, you know. For the most, I can walk into any store without there being a sign that says "No Blacks Allowed." Correct. I don't deal. I don't deal right. with that. Like you know, I don't go to an all blacks, you know, school or anything like that anymore. It's not segregated in that sense, mm-hmm. but it is within the system. And so, until so, so people yeah. fully understand that, and that's why I like seeing information about that side of things because it makes people go oh, I,
0: Shit. right? They're just yeah. like, I've been
1: thinking so surface level with racism, but it's yeah. so much deeper than that. And the thing is, I feel like, again, it's not brand new. And I feel like people who say just like, oh, I didn't even realize it was a thing. No, you knew it was a thing. but is you just bad, really yeah. Just
0: blinded, you just, you yeah.
1: The, the surface level of it and just said, again, again, mm-hmm. going back to, well, this doesn't really apply to me, so I don't really care, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and that's why I like seeing this, because on social media, you cannot ignore the facts. You cannot ignore all of the, the information fact, yeah. that's being put out there. You have no excuse to say, like, right. I didn't know anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And it doesn't make it... Because I've heard, like, like, you said, like, if somebody's like, well, I mean, it's not as bad as it was. Okay, but it's still mm-hmm. bad. Exactly. And it's still a thing. Wouldn't the goal be to remove racism and not let it be a thing rather than, oh, well, you know, at least they're not going to segregated schools anymore. Okay, but they're still being mm-hmm. killed and, you know, everything. it actually reminds me, um, uh, sociology yes. major. Um, so we did, uh, there was a really wonderful professor that I had and she always did like, uh, you remember, I don't know, it's hard to explain it kind of like those churches used to do like judgment houses yeah. type things where you would go into rooms and it'd be like a different theme right. or something like that. So she had a project and um, girl, I was emotional. So it, 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 was, it was sociology of minority studies. So we all broke up in groups, went to um, one of the dorms and like each got a room and had to pick like a minority <laughs> group. So, of course, there was, you know, of course, I picked the, the yeah, of course. Too, <laughs> me, yeah, that's what I knew how to speak on. There was uh, a woman's room. One year, there was a Greek life room there, um, a court, the people of color. There was a Latino. There was, you know, there was a lot of different ones. So I remember I went to both years. The one year um, I had a room and I was in the class and then the next uh, semester or year, I can't remember, I went too. So the first time. And I was like, wow, this really was powerful, which means that they did a good job. The The group that got the people of color um, room, um, they had like a little shop. It felt like you were walking into mm-hmm. a shop. And so they, they flipped the rules and made it, if you were a white person, you were being oh. discriminated against. So that white people could see what it felt like. And of course, <laughs> I'm white. So I went... I went in and the roles were reversed to where the black people, they were like, oh, did you want a, a bottle of water? Let me show you. And for me, oh my girl, I was like, oh, and then, you know, we opened up the conversation afterwards and there were black people that spoke and said, yes, this 100% has offered, has happened to me to where I went in and they were like, oh, well, the clearance mm-hmm. rack is in the back. We don't, you know, and like, there was people like watching you the whole time and one of the the people he um mm-hmm. he was like, Hey, sorry, you can't have a bag. I have to hold it up yeah. front. And I'm just like, what's Yeah what's going that's on? Totally like, it, I, I so, I've like, definitely
1: had that happen to me before thing. You, I walk into a store and they're like, Oh, yes. we need to hold your bag and I'm like, Really? You <laughs> know, like, oh, what? all right.
0: <laughs> I've even look, all tea, all shade, and I'll tell you about the second one, like uh, we've 100% we, mm-hmm. me and Brandon um, and myself I've seen it before leave Walmart and they will not stop me and this is my white privilege 100% not stop me to check what's mm-hmm. in my cart or anything but if they a black person they stop. stop them automatically and I've literally before stopped and be like oh well you let me go through you need to look at it and they'd be like no and I'm like no, but why? Like, you need it, And so made them check my shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck? What's the purpose of you being up here if you're yeah. only gonna check, like... So I call, I, Bitch, I see Walmart. <laughs> That's racist. But... <laughs> so that was a really good one. And then the second year was really good. They... Uh, you got in there and they gave you a description. Mm-hmm. And you had to match it with famous people on the the wall so they had like white and black famous people and you had to match it with them and it it was so bad because it was like you know anybody that was like oh they became a ceo of xyz Mm -hmm. blah 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 all the Mm. white girls had that And if it was like a sad story, like got pregnant when she was 16 and worked here, but then, blah well, blah. oh, this must be a black. Nope. It was completely oh, swapped, through. it was opposite. So it, people are like, "Oh, and like your automatic, <laughs> like,
1: just you know, your automatic stereotyping that you just can't help, you know." And it's like it shouldn't exactly. be that way, you know. When people, it's like when Black women say, "You know, I didn't want to just be a statistic of like a Black, you know, a young Black mother," Correct. and it's like yes. I get that, and I'm like, "Hell yeah, you know, do you, you know, be powerful?" But I'm also like, "Damn, that sucks." That it's just like that's just automatically what people think of you, just automatically, Yep. just based on. Yep you know, your appearance and just based on whatever. I mean, yes. like I've had pl- plenty of times in my life, you know, I've had people walk into the office and ask to speak to the manager. I am the manager. Oh, yeah. yeah, right oh, am like, so surprised. And I'm just like, okay, you know, yep. and then, then of course my boss will come out who. Is a white man and everything and all of a sudden it's just like oh well his word is actually final and I'm like okay listen I've actually been here longer yeah. than him and he actually gets a lot of his advice from me but it's right. fine you know <laughs> so, like, okay, yeah. you know I'm just like whatever but it's just because of who it's coming from for whatever reason and it's just it's so lame that it's, we still live in a time where that's the way and it's like I feel that's you know I, I, it's like As we talk and as I continue to have these conversations, too, I also want to make it clear that this isn't a every person is wrong kind of thing, because I feel like there are some conversations out there, especially right now, that appear really divisive. And for me, it's like Mm -hmm. the goal is to um, the goal is to just continue to share my perspective to encourage you to listen to my perspective and realize I'm not trying to put anyone down as I say these things. It's just, this is, yeah, except
0: for racist, racist. of course,
1: you know, except for (laughs) racist. It's just like,
0: unless you're flat out racist,
1: much. but like, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I want you to listen because I want us all to sit at the table together. You know, it's like, for instance, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on in like, um, like woman-centric fields, like beauty and hair and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you right. know, um, Oh, this is it. Okay. Um, The body positivity movement, the body positivity movement was created mm-hmm. for um to uplift black fat bodies. So that's who the mm-hmm. movement was started by and who it was for. But now if you were to go and hashtag body positivity on Instagram, you're going to see a bunch of, kind of i would honestly say just very regular size white woman and it seems Mm -hmm. like the body positivity movement was kind of almost hijacked in a way but the thing is it's not that yeah but imagine
0: that
1: (laughs) when as this is all being brought up and people are like oh my god i had no idea that this was where it actually started from it's like it's not to say like there's not a place for white women in the body positivity movement. It's just understand mm-hmm. where it came from. And then let's all sit there together as opposed to now I'm like, where are the black Correct. people that started this? <laughs> you know, where are you at? Right. I don't see you on Instagram. You know, I don't see you in this flood yeah. of white women, basically. And it's like, that's the whole point of, it's not yeah. to say white people, you don't have a space here. You don't have a voice here. It's just, we need to make sure that we actually include all Your of the voices yeah. and we also sit at the table together. So that's why I really appreciate- Great the white friends i have in my life who are just honestly just listening and sharing the knowledge Mm -hmm. that they find out with their other white peers their white family members because it's one thing to sit and talk to me about it you know what i'm saying you know but it's like hey you know i love this you're hearing my perspective it's cool and i've seen some things this is one thing i actually kind of don't agree with that black people are saying that we're not here to educate you it's not our job and i i understand kind of what they're saying when it comes from like a place of um in authenticity, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Place, yeah. it's not my job to sit here and be your teacher, that kind of thing. But I do feel kind of like it's my role to share my perspective. You're not gonna know my perspective until right. I tell you, you know. So Correct. you don't know what yeah. I've experienced until I tell you. So that's why I do feel like Correct. it is kind of my place to to share and to yeah share
0: to some knowledge. Yeah, to
1: having a conversation. The amount of conversations I've had with people who I just de- didn't really expect to have conversations with is, you know, a lot higher now. I mean, one of those people, including my boss, we mm-hmm. had a conversation, very random, out of the day. And it was just, like, very natural conversation. But it was just, like, it was mm-hmm. cool, though. It, it was really cool because I just thought to myself, like, wow, yeah. like, people really want to listen. It's not that they want to be right or anything like that. It's not because they're like, oh, well, let me let me make sure I don't, like, fuck up and say anything wrong you can tell the people mm-hmm. that truly just want to listen because they they don't know <laughs> you don't know what you don't know you right. know and and so it's just Correct. um i keep saying this but it, it that's just how i feel it's very interesting <laughs> just to see yeah. how everything is unfolding is. and i hope that um more people just continue to get on board and more people just realize Correct. you know what hey i need to do my part in this fight whether it be uh protesting Donating,
0: donating, sharing, yeah. sharing exactly. information. You like, do this yeah, right to
1: you because I do feel. um You know, I know me. I'm going through a quite a slew of emotions, and I, I said this before, mm-hmm. but I don't believe that you know there's no right way to feel in all of this because. Yeah, it's a definitely. lot. I mean, I've, people don't forget we're also in the midst of a pandemic. You know. right yeah 2020 2020, 2020. so we clearly have a lot of shit going on right now and it's a lot to process Mm -hmm. it's a lot to take in so everyone white black you know latino gay straight everyone there's a lot going on for Mm -hmm. everyone okay so there's no right way to feel but we all still do have a part to play so we just need to do what feels right to us and so for instance i haven't um mm-hmm. i i'm going to my first one tomorrow my first protest i haven't been to any yet it's mostly be- been because of work and mm-hmm. one started kind of late in the afternoon and i was like i didn't want to go to a protest that ran into the night you know i just i didn't feel comfortable with it right so it's like protesting well, yeah. wasn't my, my jam you know it wasn't fully my jam which is cool but i mm-hmm. found that um having conversations like these is really impactful and makes me feel like i'm doing my part having people on my podcast and talking Mm -hmm. about it you know working on my podcast and continuing to share you know black stories and marginalized um people just sharing stories from all different backgrounds all different walks of life is continuing to be powerful so that's how i feel like i'm continuing to do my part and sharing on social media because again anything dealing with systemic racism I'm like all about sharing it because I feel like that's where the true change needs to happen. That's truly what we're fighting for. 100. And until that mm-hmm. happens, things are not true change is not going to happen. Yeah, we can arrest the cops, yep. you know, who killed George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and everything like that. And I think that's a fantastic thing to do because that's what is deserved. But true change yep. won't happen until we change yeah. the foundation
0: correct yeah policies and stuff mm-hmm. need to be changed like you this is a short-term right you know mm-hmm. thing like and it's funny i'm I'm excited for the episode to come out um in a couple weeks yes. i'll text you when it uh all about it and stuff but like it, it me and my guests we go into it and she had really good statistics and stuff like that yeah. so it is it's just something i think that we all need to Stay yes. up on and support the cause and uh miss us with that racism. Yes. Bullshit, oh though. my god. <laughs> like, that you racist shit. Don't even, shit. Bring don't that even oh. over
1: here. If you're racist, I don't fuck with mm. you. Like that's all it comes
0: down to. I don't fuck with yeah. It's yeah, I don't <laughs> give a fuck who you are. Like I'm done with it. No don't need exactly. that negativity in my life. Exactly. No, <laughs> yes. Well, thank yeah. you so much. I feel like that was so good. Um, So many little nuggets of wisdom and just really awesome to hear your perspective and your story and everything like that. And I'm, I'm so honored to have Yay. you and honored to share it with everybody, because I feel like these in these times, like you said, like me, like I can't my grow my anxiety. Yeah. Um, I'll be going. Yeah. I can't go out and do, but I'm like, I will share as much information mm-hmm. as I can and everything like that and support the cause that way. So it's different for each person. So um, thank you for helping me do that. Thank
1: you so much for, you know, I love how you just, you reached out and you said, I just want to have this conversation. And I said, absolutely, 100% about it. Let's do it. (laughs) So, yes.
0: Yes. I'm so excited. Well, thank you so much. And again, everybody go listen to Overtime Podcast. yes, Working
1: Overtime. So
0: is it? Working. Over, I know. I was like, sorry, I just dropped something. I, I don't did. know if you heard it, but I was trying to pick it up at the same time. Okay. And it's so funny because it's a little sign. This is so off. Whatever. It's a sign that says happy that I got from Target dollar <laughs> section. And and I, ha- I haven't hung it up, but I have it propped. So it keeps falling. And I'm like, oh, no, I dropped my happiness. <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: so funny. Oh, my gosh
0: i'm so yes so working working well, yeah, over time so
1: working overtime, the podcast make sure you go give it a listen it's on apple and spotify and google and you know all that good stuff but good i stuff. i love it i love having a podcast it's a lot of fun and i you know have a lot of really Same. cool dope ass guests that um you know we share stories yeah. with and steven's going to be on
0: another episode <laughs> Yes, surprise. surprise. <laughs> Definitely. Well, thank you so much. I'll give you some time back, but I'm sure I'll talk to you very, very soon. Absolutely. <laughs> So after all that, um, you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time because the weekend specials are usually, like, mini cute little episode nuggets, you know? But I do want to do a meditation minute. So let me um, flip through my book because if you listened to my last episode, which I should have, that came out on this Wednesday where I talk about geishas and pride with Zach, um, we – we – I (laughs) – well, we did talk some geisha, you know? some tea and talked about pride and everything should really go check it out he'll be back for next week on another episode but i want to incorporate this cute little book that i got at tj maxx or marshall's i can't remember because i've already taken the tag off um self meditation 3299 tips quotes reminders and wake up calls for peace and serenity yas so i'm just gonna randomly flip through that's my ASMR, asmr moment where i flip through the pages. And find a cute little nugget of wisdom or whatever um, to share with you guys. Okay, here. Okay. Are you tired after a busy week? Have you been pushing yourself too hard? Stop. Yes, bitch. It's been a week, actually. <laughs> it's been a month, year, whatever. It has been, you know. I I feel like a lot of us have been going pretty hard and busy. Maybe we do need a moment to just, like, zone out um especially you know with everything that's going on not only a pandemic but you know all the racist bitches out in the world rona and races just fucking go away so yeah let's stop and take a moment to like breathe so maybe we can start now with this meditation moment minute not moment my bad Speaking of pride, let's take some pride in some pride queer clothing. Yes, bitch. So I found this cutesy little queer um, little moment on Instagram. It's called That Sounds Gay, and their username is actually T-H-T-S-O-U-N-D-S-G-A-Y. I'm going to link it in the um, episode description, Uh, but they were looking for brand ambassador so i was like yeah sure let me look into it and oh, love love of love, love i've ordered a shirt it should be posted by the time that this episode comes out it's super cute it's yellow and it says woke up gay again because that's me and i feel like for me it goes back to the whole um you know, oh, is it a? Fa- it's a phase. It's a phase, girl. Nah, bitch. Woke up gay again. Sorry, but they're really good and awesome. The shirt's super comfortable, super cute. Like I said, and has uh, several different colors. Uh, they're not paying me for this, but girl, they did give me a discount. So full disclosure, and um, I'm extending that discount to you. So you can definitely save thirty percent with the username Sir Steven Rice. Again, I'll link it all, and it'll be under the picture on my Instagram too. But I do want to point out, too, they do um, donate some of the most of their proceeds um, to different LGBTQ plus community um, charities and stuff. I keep saying, um, I'm so sorry, bitches. But uh, um, look, there I go. And they did. They actually just posted it um, today. Um, I got him. I keep saying, um, somebody punched me in the throat every time I say it. They posted and they actually donated to the Black Trans Lives Matter. I'm not, like, I wanted to just say, um, so much, uh, like, ah, it's really hard, it's really hard, but they did, they donated $542.61, uh, beautiful, so please, help support, you know, last week, like I said, go in and order your, they have cute little pins, and they have cute little shirts, um, that they have other shirts, um, that say, uh, I keep saying um, and it's really annoying me. They have one that says "Pump Up the Love," one that just says "Pride," one that says "Sounds Gay, I'm In," which I mean, that's a mood every day, <laughs> every day, right? So please, 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 please check them out again. Thirty percent with the code word Sir Stephen Rice. It'll all that good shit will be under the episode description and look, look for my cute little picture on Instagram and like it and on Twitter probably too. So yeah, make that shit go viral. Not really because you know I'm just me, but yeah. Well now that's all I have for you for this weekend special. Um trying a little something different. Definitely wanted to have a full episode where I talk full on Black Lives Matter and always a pleasure and joy and honor having Christina on. Um don't forget to go follow her on her Insta and Twitter. Uh her username is C-N-Sloan underscore. So it's C-N-S-L-O-A-N underscore. That's her cute little, you know username but then also remember she's coming up in the world too and also has her podcast um yes working overtime podcast which you can find also if you go to her page um it's out there it's literally working ot podcast is the username on insta i'm going to link it all in this description of the episode i'm also including a link um that good friends made that have all these different places that you can go to sign petitions and, um, donate and stuff for black lives matter. Um, you know, different things there. So thank you again so much for, um, coming on Christina. Love you girl. Thank you. Thank you so much. And also, um, there's, more t- to us together. <laughs> more of us together. This weekend, she's going to be having a special Pride episode. We did a little Swifty Swap and talked about what we knew. She came and t- uh talked about Black Lives Matter here, and I'm going to be talking about Pride. So... Um, Be on the uh, lookout for that. But again, you can follow her on her socials to see exactly when that's coming out and everything like that. Um, Really love you guys. Um, Thank you so much for all the support and everything. It's been amazing. I keep getting um, more and more interaction and it's great and I love it and the positivity and like all the fierceness out there. So continue to support me, please. That'd be great. So share this episode with people. Um, Feel free to use any audio clips just into your racist Friends, you know it is what it is, whatever. But you could also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Sir Stephen Rice. Yes, so that's all I have for you. I hope you have a fantastic, fantastic rest of Pride Month if you are celebrating that, or if you're an ally, um, you know it's a cute little moment. And please continue. If you haven't already, start doing it, but continue supporting the Black Lives Matter uh, movement because we need it and it's, it's just enough. It's enough. We want justice. Like, this is a fucking mess. But yeah, until next time, I hope you have a fantastic day.